0: Hey family, how are you? I'm praying all is well in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and you. That's right. He is your God and what a mighty God we serve. So, hey family, how are you doing on this amazing Monday? Blessed be the name of our God who is faithful and true and deserves the praise, deserves the honor, deserves to be exalted. He is an amazing God and we must praise him at all times. So I came across this article and it made me think it made me through do some serious introspection and evaluation. And I'm going to read it and then we can talk about it. But I want to, you know, I want you to think about and do some introspection and do some self inventory as well. I really thought this was an amazing read and I want to share it with you guys. So let me read it and then we can talk about it. Mirrors mirrors are unique and fascinating it reflects exactly what's in front of it with no judgment a simple reflection of the truth that helps us see areas which are not able to be seen clearly on our own mirrors are amazing feedback tools you may be able to feel like there is something in your teeth but the mirror will show you what it is. The law of mirrors state you cannot see in other humans unless it's in you first. If it's not, you won't recognize it. Every person and relationship is reflecting parts of your consciousness back to you. Life is reflecting who we are and what we have become. For example, if you see someone as the jealous type, There has to be some jealousy in you for you to recognize it. Or maybe you take interest in someone who's well-groomed because personally you value and take pride in taking care of yourself. The law of mirrors show how we judge people and things. Like the mirror, reality is constantly flecting our inner consciousness. If there is a pimple on your face... You can't be mad at the mirror. It is just reflecting the truth. We can only change something if we are aware of it. The idea of this principle is if it's not in you, you won't see it. Our reality is reflecting to us that which is in us. We see the world not as it is, but as we are. If we find insecurities in people, at some level there's insecurities in us. If we find someone inspiring, then there are traits in them that we see in us. How we judge is always reflected back to us. When we admire someone or how organized they are, there's something in us that loves organized and orderly things if we see someone that is angry and aggressive, is something within us that get triggered when witnessing them. One cannot simply say, you made me angry, unless there's already some anger within them. This profound principle is hard to understand and accept from a lot of people, especially when it comes to negative traits and situations. The first reaction is to deny. Because we think it's always the other person. It's never our fault. You're the reason I'm unhappy. You have caused my pain. How can we have anything in common? The law of mirrors not only shows us how we judge, but how we take a lack of personal responsibility. It shifts our focus from what's happening to us to what's happening in us. Instead of blaming the world, we must take inventory on what's happening on the inside of us. Our reality and our relationships in life is generally an act of a mirror reflecting to us over and over the subtleties of our consciousness. The mirror is only revealing what's in us. Similar issues can repeat and resurface in our lives with different people in different, at different times. The same feelings, the same insecurities, just different actors. The law of mirrors throw people and situations at us to reflect what is going on on the inside. The faces change, but the patterns are the same. A person can change job after job, yet they still complain about the same issues from the last job. Try to notice the repeating lessons that God is trying to teach you. The law of mirrors shows us that everything starts with us and ends with us. When we frown in front of the mirror, the mirror reflects a frown back. If you smile in front of the mirror, it reflects a smile back. We are the common denominator from all of our experiences. The only person in whom we have ultimate power, control, and influence over is our self. It's not about blame. It's about ownership. It's about taking personal responsibility If we are attracting the same type of outcome, we must introspect and observe with compassion what is going on on the inside of me. What's going on with me that is attracting this? If we can objectively look through the lens and bring self awareness that will lead to wisdom, we can get to the truth like god we are creators and a creator a powerful creator looks for feedback take the focus away from the outside and direct it inward if we want great love we must first become love if we want respect we must first respect others and respect ourselves Whatever you, put, whatever you put out there is indeed going to come back to you. We mirror what's around us and what's around us also mirrors us as well. Reality is not only reflecting what we do at a given moment, but it also reflects hidden characteristics that may be polar opposites of what we perceive our characteristics to be. For example, you may find yourself to be over, overly kind and generous, but always seem to attract people in situations that take advantage of your kindness and generosity. Our reality might be trying to mirror that our need to be kind is stemming from guilt and a need to please people. It's time to be kind to yourself and give yourself that true love. Once you master this principle, you can reflect back to people who they are without trying to teach or judge them. For example, if there is someone stressed or angry around you, you can reflect back to them the opposite by being calm and peaceful. By seeing us calm, you can mirror, they can mirror you and you can show them that there is another way to be We can do and be anything we like, but in order to do that, we must first become the reflection we want to see. Life, like a mirror, is always reflecting to us who we are at every moment in life. We are the generators of our experience, and the mirror is always in front of us. I thought this was really, really good. And there's so many things that, you know, it brought me back to scripture. It brought me back to... Um, You know, just just really sitting with the Holy Spirit. And, you know, like I said, doing that introspection and looking at myself as, you know, one of the things that stuck out to me when it says, because I found myself being overly kind and always wanting to do and always wanting to help. But if I could be honest in my beginning stages before God, you know, healed me, you know, you do have that people, person, spirit and you want to please people and you're looking for attention and you're looking for affirmation and you're looking for that love. So you being overly kind wasn't because you were actually kind. It was stemming from fear, it was stemming from an insecurity, it was stemming from you wanting to please people. So you receiving the opposite. And I know that's many. I, I'm a good person and I have a good heart and I want, you know, all I want to do is make people happy and I want to love them. But I find myself in situations with people who just want to steal, kill and destroy. I'm around people who just want to suck, you know, suck me dry and take, take, take. That could be God trying to show you like what, why are you really doing what you're doing? Because when you love yourself and you respect yourself, you take yourself out of situations from people actually taking advantage of you and manipulating you so what is actually being reflected to you is that there's some underlying insecurities that there are some things that you need to deal with and this was amazing to me because I had to really come to that awareness that you know what I'm receiving this because at the at my core I am insecure at my core I am trying to please people at my core I'm trying to make people happy because I'm not yet at a place where I see Trina. So when I read that, it brought me back to, you know, that moment where I was dealing with so many different insecurities and trying to make people happy. And, hey, look at me. I'm an awesome person. I'm a loving person. I'm a, you know, I'm a faithful friend and X, Y and Z. But yet I found people, you know, very manipulative and not so kind and not so nice, especially in the areas of relationship. As a woman, when you're in a relationship and you're wanting to give your all You find yourself being with these guys that just take, 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 take and never giving and that can break you until you get the wisdom to say I am giving way too much than this person deserves. Why are you so overly kind? Why are you going the extra mile? What are you trying to prove? that is the reality that is the re that's the mirror reflecting back at you that there's some issues some healing that needs to take place that you need to sit with god and say okay what's going on with me that i'm attracting the same type of guy and it brought me back to when it was saying you could be you know Over and over, life will bring you back the same types of situations, just different characters. That's so powerful. That is so powerful because it's an inner thing. It's not what's going on outside of you. And we talk about that in the realm of the spirit, uh, you know, that generational curse or those soul ties where you find yourself dating the same spirit in a different body. Hallelujah. This is what this like. I love when I read certain things and I just see, you know, Bible and I see scripture all in it. That's all that is to me. From the in the realm of the earth, it looks like you're just going in a circle. But in the realm of the spirit, that's something that needs to be dealt with on the inside. There's some chains that need to be broken. There's some chains that need to be you know severed on earth as it is in heaven what is truly going on on the inside of me what is going on in the spirit realm that i'm going around the same old mountain the children of israel wandered around more longer way longer than they were supposed to and many of us are wandering around the same old situations longer than we should and we're blaming everyone on the outside of us but there's no healing in blaming we don't recognize that what we're seeing before our eyes is the the consequences of what's going on internally and we have to say we have to be honest and we have to do that introspection and we have to do that inventory am I seeing a reality of what's going on inside of me if it's chaos inside of you there's going to be chaos outside of you but if there's peace and tranquility on the inside of you you will find yourself in peaceful environments and I love that it says you want love you must be love You have to know that you are love. And it's so important that we know that God so loved the world. And we have to take these scriptures very personal to know that while you're looking for love, tap into the love that's already on the inside of you. Greater is he that is in me than him that's in the world. We're always looking for things outside of us, but everything, everything is truly within. And I love this because even the Bible talks about um, a man that is just a hearer of the word and not a doer of the word. It's like a man who looks at himself in the mirror walks away and forget the manner of man that he is when you don't know what's going on on the inside of you when you don't know that a king is on the inside of you when you don't know that provision and protection is on the inside of you when you don't know that love is on the inside of you how can you mirror it so to me this was very powerful out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks you say what's going on really. People, oh, I'm only joking. I'm only joking. No, that came from your heart. That came from the inside of you because only what's in you will be reflected outside of you. When you know that you are a king and a priest unto God in your heart, you will act like a king and a priest unto God in public. When you know that you're loved in your heart, in your core, in your spirit, you will act out Love. You will give love freely. You will forgive because there is love on the inside of you. And I thought this was powerful because this is so important. Why we must seek the things of the Spirit and must seek the things of God. Seek wisdom. Seek understanding. Because these are the things that help us get through this season of life, get through these things that God is taking us through because we're falling short, because we're not tapping into the greater that's on the inside of us. And when we see the things before our eyes, we blame God, we blame people, but we're not taking that personal responsibility. We're not doing that self inventory. We're not doing that introspection and say, I'm broken. We're not doing that introspection and say, I need to be healed. I'm, I'm still dealing with these insecurities. I'm still dealing with these fears i'm still dealing with it and life is projecting before my eyes what i'm dealing with on the inside we can say and play church all day and speak with our mouth but what's going on in your heart is a complete different thing what is going on with you what's going on on the inside it's easy to wear a mask and put on a facade and pretend before people but you will show you will see rather what's really going on on the inside of you by what's being reflected back to you. And I thought that was truly powerful because I've seen and witnessed certain situations in my life that as I was reading this article that I can say, wow, that I, I agree with this. This happened. This this is how life was for me until I recognize who I was in Christ Jesus, to so I allowed the healing virtue of Christ Jesus to heal my brokenness, to heal my perspective, to heal my self-doubt and my, un, my low self-esteem. God had to heal all of that because when you love yourself and see, this is what people think. People think when you just be, you know you could be a beautiful person and you know by the world standard you could be very attractive and people feel like oh because they do you know I got my hair done I got my clothes on I feel good about myself I'm confident in myself I'm I I don't have low low um low self-esteem but how you allow people to treat you it's not about what Reflection you get back when you look in the mirror to say I love myself and I feel good about myself but how you allow people to treat you will tell me how you feel about yourself what standards you're willing to set what standards you're willing not to set what are you willing to compromise tells me how you feel about you so we can say we're we're secure all day but what you're willing to let what you are willing to allow for people to do to you is telling you and telling the world how you really feel about yourself because if you truly had well the opposite of low self-esteem is true self-esteem you believed in yourself you loved yourself you would act accordingly and you would set standards and boundaries where people could not manipulate and mistreat you because i am valuable i am precious I am far above rubies. I'm the apple of God's eye. When you know who you are, you, you, you with unapologetically, you're willing to set those boundaries and you're willing to set, no, you can go, but what so far, because I love me. So I love this. It made me really go back and just think about what, how God has healed me in the areas that he's still working on. And it's so important. We do that introspection and we do that self inventory because it's easy to blame everyone on the On the outside and I love that the article states it is going to be hard for people to accept especially when oh you made me angry you're the reason you're the reason no you angry already you dealing with some issues already you dealing with some wounds already you're dealing with some hurts already in this argument or what I've said has triggered what is already on the inside of you amen and that's deep if we can accept that reality and stop blaming people for our actions Oh, you made me do this. Anything you do, whether from anger, lust, pride, these things are what's rooted in you. And all God does is give you an opportunity to show you what's still in you. And we blame people. We blame the devil. And the truth is, no, you still lustful. No, you are dealing with a spirit of anger. No, you are still dealing with pride. And we have to be honest and humble that God loves us enough to reflect to reflect what's going on on the inside of us and that's that that right there is worth a praise and a shout like to God be the glory you love us in such a way that you want to reflect to us using other people using situations what's going on on the inside of you and we quickly blame people and we quickly point the finger but God is trying to show you no you need to be healed no you're dealing with some deep-rooted issues no you're dealing with childhood childhood trauma no you're dealing with lust no you're dealing you're dealing you dealing and until you get healed and until you get renewed in your mind you're gonna go around the same old mountain until you're willing to be accountable accountable because you are the common denominator in all of your experiences that's humbling family that's humbling at the end of the day work home school you are the common denominator oh they just don't like me um everybody don't like you We got to dig deep. Why? In every situation, I'm having issues with people. Could it be? Could it be that I'm the common denominator? Could it be that I'm the problem? Could it be that I need to sit with God and allow the Holy Spirit to expose the darkness? Expose me to the truth. Because what I'm seeing before my eyes is a reality of what's going on on the inside of me. And if we can humble ourselves and allow the reflections that we see our as we engage with people, as we encounter people, our interactions, our relationships. Could we humble ourselves and say, are they reflecting a part of me that needs to change? Are they reflecting A part of me that needs to change. It's very humbling. But it's something that you would take to the Holy Spirit. And say, Lord, are you showing me what's going on on the inside of me? Instead of me being mad with you. Instead of me being mad with the kids. Instead of me being mad with my spouse. Instead of me being mad with my boss. Instead of me being mad with the world. I need to without judgment and full of compassion. And I love that she put that in the article, doing that introspection with compassion, not beating yourself up, not condemning yourself, not blaming yourself. You want to take the responsibility. You want to point the finger at you, but you don't want to condemn yourself because God is not condemning us. God exposed and God revealed for us to be healed. The enemy would love for you to stay in condemnation because in condemnation, you just sit there and you you pile on the guilt and you pile on the shame. God exposes things for us to be set free, not for us to stay chained up and bound. So we have to do that introspection with ourselves with compassion, having that compassion on ourselves and saying, you know what? I was ignorant to this reality. That's why the Bible says my people are dying for a lack of knowledge. I didn't know, Lord. Therefore, I was blaming and therefore I was acting this way and I was upset. But I recognize that it may be me. And if I can just humble myself and sit with you and allow you to wash me and sprinkle me with clean water and wash me white as snow. And as I read your word and as I sit with your spirit, that you will renew my mind that I can do differently, that I can speak differently, that I can act differently, that I can love differently, that I can give differently because all of my interactions and my experiences are a reflection of what's going on on the inside of me. And I think that is really deep. And I think that is something that it won't be easy for many because we have built up This wall in our mind That it's everybody else's fault And we can't see Ourself as being the problem But When we humble ourselves before God And be willing to take Accountability Be willing to take it This is my fault I'm the common denominator Same Same story different actors Same situation Same mountain I'm the problem. And all I'm seeing is a reflection of what's going on in my mind. A reflection of my thoughts. A reflection of my spirit. And I want to be made whole. I want to be healed. I don't want to repeat these negative cycles. I want to walk in victory. And when we humble ourselves before God. And we be honest with ourselves god will he will blow he will blow your mind god is so good god is so good and just as me reading this article like i said i was just thinking back you know to the the broken little girl who had a poor perspective didn't believe in herself didn't even believe in god blamed the whole world for everything when i say i blame the world the world was out to get me <laughs> but i was the common denominator and I was receiving frowns from my environment because there was a frown on the inside of me. There was no joy. There was no peace. There was no calm to the storm because of what was going on on the inside of me. But now as I look back and I stand here today and how God has you know, healed me and bound up my wounds and there is inner peace. There is inner joy. The Bible says he will give you peace that surpass all understanding. That even in chaotic situations, there will be a peace about you. That there still will be a joy. Because it's not the world didn't give it. Therefore, the world can't take it away. When it's inner peace. When it's inner joy. When it's inner gratitude. Inner, inner. It has to be in you for you to see it outside of you. And I, I love that. Because I didn't see the world as i do now because i didn't have the greater one on the inside of me i didn't know that greater is he that was in me i didn't know about the love that was on the inside of me i didn't know about the peace i didn't know about the the, the calming of the storm i didn't know about the blood i didn't know about a favor. I didn't know about the grace. I didn't know about the victory. I didn't know. Therefore, I was operating from an ignorant place, blaming everyone I came in contact with. I was that you made me angry, you made me do it type of person. But now, doing that introspection, looking at myself, I'm accountable for everything that I say and I'm accountable for everything that I do. The Bible says by thy words you are justified and by thy words you are condemned. We are responsible for what we do. We are responsible for our actions and if you don't know why you are doing what you're doing you have to sit with God and sit with yourself and be willing to go and get uncomfortable be willing to get uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable to realize you're the problem. It gets real uncomfortable when you got to realize when you have to acknowledge that the person to blame is the person looking at the mirror. As Michael Jackson said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror and I'm asking him to change his ways. That's deep. We got to be willing to be honest. Don't shy away from the reflection. Let the reflection show you what's really going on on the inside of you. Don't ignore the warning signs that God is trying to show you. Our environment is showing us what's going on on the inside of us. Our environment is showing us our thoughts. Our environment is showing us our heart. Our environment is showing us. Because only what's in you can come out of you. And what you do and how you speak and how you act and how you perform... Is a product of what is going on on the inside of you. The Bible says a bad tree cannot produce good fruit and a good tree cannot produce bad fruit. Why? Because this is who I, I'm a good tree. I'm a good tree. Therefore, I can't give you bad fruit. Likewise, I'm a bad tree and you can't think you're going to come over here and pick a juicy orange. No, you're going to get a rotten apple because I'm a bad tree. And when you can acknowledge, oh, I love this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Psalms 1 that we will be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That our leaves will not wither and that everything we do shall prosper. We are trees in the spirit. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We are trees in the spirit. But are you a healthy tree or are you a rotten tree? Because depending on the tree that you are is going to be what you are able to give. A good tree produces good fruit. Love, joy, peace, righteousness. People can pluck fruit off of your tree and eat it. But that starts with the root. Why? That tree is planted by the rivers of bliss, the rivers of water, the rivers of living water. You're rooted in Christ Jesus. You are a tree that's planted in God. You're a tree that's planted in life. So the only thing that can come out of you is life. The only thing that can come out of you is love. The only thing that can come out of you is goodness. But when you're a tree and you're not rooted in the right place, you're not rooted in God. You're not rooted in where God is trying to root you. You're going to be a tree that is giving bad fruit and your life in the environment you're in is projecting that to you. And instead of you recognize I'm the bad tree, I'm the one that's giving bad fruit. I'm the one with the nasty attitude. I'm the one with the um, broken perspective. I'm the one with the anger issues. I'm the one. I'm the one. I'm the one. Until you can look at yourself and say, "Wait, I'm the I'm the bad tree. I'm the bad apple that are falling from the tree." Then and only then we can go and get true healing. We got to recognize the state that we're in and being willing to get uncomfortable so that we can be made whole. We have to acknowledge it and humble ourselves and say, okay, Lord, I know that I'm a tree, but I don't know what type of tree. I don't think I've been ge- I'm have been. i a good tree because I'm not getting good fruit and I'm not, I'm not really seeing good fruit. As a man, so, so shall he reap. There's re- seed time and harvest in both the realm of the earth and the realm of the spirit. So a good tree that is giving out good fruit will constantly reap good fruit. You will have constantly have fruit on your tree. God will constantly replenish and season and do season. You will always have fruit on your tree to give, to feed, to love, to be for everyone else. Because we're in this life together. We are here to be trees to feed others. Our tree is not for ourselves. A tree is not eating its own fruit. The purpose of the tree is is to give to its environment. Shade, fruit, oxygen. There's so many benefits to trees. So what type of tree are you and where are you rooted? And when we can humbly answer that, we can understand why life is reflecting what it's reflecting. It's reflecting the type of tree that you are. And that's humbling. That's really humbling. But it's also exciting. Because you can challenge yourself to press towards the mark of the high calling to uproot yourself from the negative place you are and get rooted in Christ Jesus so that you can be planted by the rivers of bliss so that you could be a tree that gives shade, give oxygen, give fruit to all those that come around you, that you can see the love. You can see the joy. You can see the peace. You can see open doors that no man can shut. You can see God moving and aligning things in order because it's order and going on on the inside of you. God is a God of order. And he's looking for us to be in order, inwardly, outwardly. Only what's in us can come out of us. So, what's in you? What are you made of? That's so important. So, I thought this article was pretty, pretty cool. I wanted to share it with you guys. And I pray that you allow the Holy Spirit to really minister to your heart about what type of tree you are and what reflections you're seeing. Who's the blame? and how to change, how to change. I wanna change the reflection I see because if the reflection I'm seeing is what's going on on the inside of me, then I need to change what's going on on the inside so that I can see a better reflection. Sit with the Holy Spirit and allow him to minister to you. Allow him to show you where the wounds are, what needs to be healed, what needs to be uprooted, and allow him to do that spiritual surgery. We really have to surrender and be willing to renew our mind. There is a work that we must do. Reading the word of God is so important into helping us think better. You have to believe that there's so much more ahead of you, that your latter days shall be greater than your former days. You need the truth. You need light to be sh- to shine on all of the darkness that's going on in your mind. Situations and experiences, they all got something to say. They all got something to say, but their lies compared to the word of God. The word is truth. The word is a light and a lamp to our feet and we must use it. We must read the word of God. We must engulf it. Because it is helping us give off a different reflection. I don't want to be the same old vessel. I, w- I don't want to be the same person I was last year. I'm constantly, constantly evolving. I want to become more. I want to become all that God had called me to be. And it starts with me looking at the woman in the mirror. Not blaming everyone. Doing that introspection recognizing I'm the common denominator in all of my experiences what do I need to change nothing changes if nothing changes and today I want to change so I'm looking at me I'm getting uncomfortable but I'm going to compassionately look at me write down all of the things that you need to write down confront them be honest with yourself I'm the common denominator stop saying well if this person said this and if this person didn't do that it's not about what they did let God deal with them what part did you play it's all about your part. it's all about what you said it's all about what you've done. we have to stop stop worrying about other people. This journey is about us we're the person God is dealing with. God deals with us individually that we can come together corporately in love. So we must let God deal with us. We must let God heal us. And we must let God do that perfect work in us so that we can be vessels of honor for the kingdom of God. The focus is not on the outside of you. You must direct the focus towards the inside. That you may be healed. Family, I love you. May God bless you and keep you. I pray that this helped you see something differently. I pray that it made you think. Made you go back. Made you want to really go deep with yourself. So that you could be the best version of yourself. We're going into a new month. And we want to go into that new month. Being the best of who we are. Giving our best. So that we can reflect God's goodness in the earth. I love you family. Until I talk to you again. Be blessed.